0: Shalom. I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Welcome back to Kabbalah Pod. Um, today, I'm going to be looking at a saying that um, Rabbi Gottlieb wrote down in reference to the original sharer, his rabbi, Rabbi Baruch HaShalom Halibi Ashlag Zal. Now, that rabbi, rabbi, he says there are those. Who say that since God is universal, with God's glory filling all the world, that all of God's glory does not rest in any individual person, but that some of God's glory is in each person. This is not the case, however, because the spiritual does not divide into parts. And each and every person is the entirety of God and all of God's glory. And that's uh, from page 10 of Matan Torah. So, discussing this um pondering it, thinking about it. We're gonna we're gonna break that down a little bit. We're gonna discuss, you know, Kabbalistically, what does this mean? Relationally, what does this mean? What's the bigger thing we're trying to get at here? What's our parades concept? We've got Bishat, we've got remez, we've got Drash, and we've got Sod. How does all that connect? Okay. Pardase we use for Torah. For understanding the metaphor, semiotic lens throughout all Torah. This, however, is um just a holy writing from Somebody attached to God, as we've discussed in a previous episode, is essential, but it's not necessarily metaphoric on its own. So I really don't I'm not going to delve, delve too bit much into the parties and the semiosis of it, but I do want to talk about this because this is important. Okay, Rav dovber Ber Cohen, at um, a Shabbaton I was recently attended, he was talking about brachos. He said. If we have the right kavana with our bracha, it would be different than what we do. Right, now we do... We're not finishing the bracha. And Rav says, So you're saying the blessing? blesser are you, God, this muffin. Well, yeah. So, what's going on there? What's not going on there? we got to consider both ends, right? Okay, so, he pointed out, though, when we even say, Bless are you, God of the universe who, nom, 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 or gulg, gul gulg, we're cutting off the bracha, we're not having kavana, which is important, it's called baruch, right? Uh, ta. what are we saying? Baruch is all of Hashem, down in us, with us, all throughout us. It's supposed to bring us into this instant state of reverence, and that's what the proper kavana is when we say a bracha. There's a reason that a bracha exists this, brachot guide us, and help us be cognizant, and it's even said that if you do not say a bracha, over a smell, or a sight, or an experience, or a taste, that you have then stolen that from Hashem. The bread, you may have cooked it. You say your bracha over the bread to thank Hashem, who creates the grain that you're able to create that bread from. If you don't say the bracha, you're stealing. So there's the requirement, the halakhic necessity for us to do it. But then there's also the spiritual component of it, which is how does this connect. And then, Rav Dov points something out. And actually, uh, Rabbi Ari Kaplan discusses this as well. And it's covered. It's a very simple concept of God. Okay? God is what? In Jewish theology, in Kabbalah, what is God? We've talked about this before. God is Ein Sof. That's how the Kabbalists refer to God. What is einsof? Sof means that which is without end or without end. Is that infinity? No. Infinity is a mathematical term that we can use. Infinite? Eh, how about without? Finite? Eh, we'll still get in there. Without end. This is important. There's no ending. There's no beginning. There's no size, there's no mass, there's no time, there's no nothing, which makes God, Hashem, completely incorporeal. What is incorporeal? Without form. So we say, God has no form, and He's not bound by any constructs of measurement. He is Ain self that which has no end. So, how do we end up with this physical world? God has to restrain some of himself. We have that metaphor, the story, the parable, how he restrains himself and the, the vessels break, shattering down the glass and the light, and that's the pain and the souls. And we've gone over this before, but there's also another component. Did those vessels break and then suddenly God's essence was surrounding the tree and surrounding us and that we are completely devoid of God? And the tree is completely devoid of God? No. Not at all. In fact, we're taught regarding humans that he gave us two things. He gave us a nefesh and a ruach. He gave us a body with a soul, and then he breathed the breath of God into us. He breathed life into us. That we have these two components of a soul that animals do not. So we have this, okay? We have got this extra soul, so to say, it makes us unique. But what about the trees? God's still created, and if God's still without end, that means God can't end where that tree begins. It means Hashem has to be all the way through that tree. The thumbprint of creation, if you will. So, there are those who say that since God is universal, with God's glory filling all the world, that all of God's glory does not rest in any individual person, but some of God's glory is in each person. This is sounding kind of cool. Sounding right? No. Not at all. We have something here. Okay, it's saying, oh, all of God's glory is in one person. No, no, no. It says God's glory is not in all one person. It says, but some of God's glory is all in every person. Right? That's what that's what the saying is. And that saying itself is still wrong. God does not reside entirely in one person. God does not reside a little bit in one per in every person, because if there's a little bit of God, there's only part of us that's God. And if, the fact is, is, if God is he Himself, then all of us has to be connected to the infinite in some way. Wow. So when I do that bracha over the apple, right? And I say the bracha with kavana, with intention, and I bite into that. Am I eating God? That's what Rabbi Khan asks. Am I eating God? God is in that apple. And we've taken part of that in, and it turns to energy, and it fuels us. We elevate the apple to worship God, because we use it as fuel to continue our pursuit of tikkun olam. So, As God's glory a little bit in every apple? No, God's glory is entirely in every apple, because God can't be divided. Uh Aha, there we go, the next part of the verse. This is not the case, however, because the spiritual does not divide into parts. You can't divide something that which is immeasurable, because it has no end. The essence is just there. The essence is everywhere. So, therefore, it's correct to say in each and every person is the entirety of God and all of God's glory. Now we connect. God is in-self. Therefore, God's in everything. Not a little bit in everything and not all in one thing. But God is everywhere and everything at all the time. We start to treat the world a little different. We start to be more cognizant of our actions and processes, how we behave, how we think. We start to be more to focused or heavenly-focused, we start to be more spiritual and grounded. And this allows us to take that step beyond to connect to the infinite. When we recognize that God's everywhere, not as in, oh, God is everything pantheism, but as in, and everything is God pantheism, but as in, Hashem is without end. And so there's a part here that has a connection to creation Hashem and a part of me that does as well my neshama remember our neshamas are holy bright and beautiful where does my neshama end I don't have an ability to measure that we know the neshama is part of Hashem and that's the lesson we can take from this brief consideration that God isn't universal Universal is the wrong term because then that's universalism. God is God, God is Hashem, God is in essence in self. So is God's glory everywhere? Yeah. Does God's glory rest on any one person? No, that's a limiting. Does a little bit of God rest in every person? No. That as well is limiting. All of God rests in everything. Anything less than that is not in-self. Anything less than that is an improper understanding, an improper kavana. So we need to approach it differently. We look at it from that perception. God is everywhere, in all parts. Holistically, mandorla harmony. It's a beautiful thing. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrek on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail in the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrek.com slash kabbalah. Be a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrek.com slash donate. You can also show your support by purchasing my custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrek.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrek building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash kabbalah